This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. Getting you set for the Masters. It's exciting. So much better in April. Not that we didn't mind having it in November, but things are just right. Crazy time on the sports calendar. It's Ostrowski and Horvat here. Uh, This is BetQL Daily. Excited to uh, bring in our next guest, Peter Jennings, at CSURAM88 on Twitter. Fantasy Labs co-founder. Peter, appreciate the time. Uh, What is it going to take for you to put Club Top Shot in your Twitter bio? I need to get Club Top Shot in my Twitter bio. Come uh, on. Fun night last night. Wilson Chandler is on. They're talking some digital horses. So, yeah, crazy time. And uh, my favorite week of the year. I love the Masters. Oh, yeah. It, it's awesome. I'm going to have uh, way too many bets by the time we get rolling tomorrow. Uh, congratulations to you on becoming a father recently. So um, you probably understand uh, now what people say baby bump. Because that's a narrative that goes around when you see some golfers uh, that have a child, you feel like you're on top of the world. But there are also others that say, oh, you don't sleep. So that might hurt John Rahm this week. Uh, Where do you stand with Rahm? I mean, I have a pretty nice mansion on uh, Narrative Street. I've been a big uh, advocate for Narrative Street for a long time, going back to the early DFS days. Uh, Big believer in the father narrative. And uh, it's funny, I I try to be as data-driven and uh, take that approach broadly, but uh, I definitely bought into some narratives, and I think John Rahm's set up really well this week. I think it's much, much better than if he would have played anxious about the baby coming, especially after his comments saying, hey, I'm going to leave no matter what for the birth of my child. So I think it's good for John Rahm. There's, you know, seven, eight really elite guys and arguably the best field ever for the Masters. Peter, how do you expect the course to play this weekend? Similar to what we saw in November when we're looking at outrights, obviously, uh, you know, course history really important. How do you expect it to play this weekend? I mean, it will play significantly different than, uh, than you know, the Masters in November just because mm-hmm. of the course conditions. But like you mentioned, course history is super important. Uh, Augusta is the most important course for course history. Uh, course history is dynamic to the events, and the Masters is at the top in terms of mattering the most. So there's a lot of guys with really compelling course history. I mean, Jordan Spieth now playing amazing again. He arguably has the best course history. Um, DJ coming off of a win. Um, there's a lot of guys. There's a lot of players that uh, get a bump with course history here. Where are you finding the? Uh, where are you finding your value? Uh, value as far as outrights. You know, we talked a little bit about Rom. He's obviously going to be a popular pick. Everybody loves Jordan Spieth this weekend. Who do you like? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about Jordan. Um, I think it's great for golf. 
Uh, the market moves so hard on him, which I don't think there's any value on, on Jordan anymore, but I think it's great for golf, great for the Masters. Um, outside of that, you know, at the top of the range, I think you're really line shopping a ton. There's different prices on guys. Um, the least sexy names, I think, is probably where the value is. Rory doesn't have as much hype as like Bryson, Jordan, DJ. Uh, I think there's a little value there. Xander Shoffley not being talked about. He's one of the top five players in the world for sure, even though he's not priced that way. Uh, yeah, even, you know, there's some places where John Rahm, I thought, had a little bit of value. That's come down. So at the top of the board, it's tough because there's so many compelling players. JT maybe is a little bit of a value coming off the players too. Um, and then farther down, yeah, like a lot of the guys who've played this course well. Hideki Matsuyama, uh, not the best putter, which actually helps with Augusta. It's just three-putt avoidance, which he's decent at, and he's one of the best ball strikers. So mm-hmm. I think there's some value there. Adam Scott, Louis Oosthuizen, Schwartzel, a lot of the guys have played Augusta well. This is BetQL Daily, our guest, Peter Jennings, Fantasy Labs. Uh, Peter, when uh, when it comes to the Masters, we all know, as you addressed with course history, you don't have to go too far down the board. You know the guys that are most likely going to be in the mix, but we have to take stands as betters, as DFS players. Uh, which player, top five, top ten on the odds board, have you taken a stand on and and you're thinking maybe not an outright fade, but I'm not betting on them. I'm not putting them in my lineups. Who? Probably I'm, I'm really interested in speed because I think he's, but if you, if someone just asked me who I think is most likely to win, uh, even though the model doesn't say it, I, I'd probably say Jordan, but because he's moved so heavily in the betting market, uh, I probably will be net fading him. And then DFS, I think it's even more interesting with speed. He's obviously a top value, but that's because the master's pricing comes out well in advance. So the pricing yeah. didn't account for his win last week, which current form matters a ton in golf. He has the best course history and he's clearly found that magic and he's confident. So it's, it's that that's not comfortable. And then with DFS, like he might be 40% on this week. What do you do with doing speed at 40% out? Yeah. Peter, if I'm looking at DFS or, again, value maybe with like a top 20 or top 30, not so much outrights or head-to-heads, any value? I've asked this question a couple times, but I'm a big Phil fan. Any value in somebody like Phil or maybe somebody that everybody's sleeping on, nobody's really talking about, but course history, again, very important, and he's played this course very well. What are your thoughts on Phil this weekend, some of the older guys maybe? Yeah, I think I think there's some value. I, I like Lee Westwood in that vein a lot more, yeah. but – uh and obviously he's 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 uh, shorter odds than than Phil, but yeah, I mean Phil hits the long ways. His biggest weakness is he hits it all over the place, and that's actually really a good setup here at Augusta. Um, I don't think he's nearly as good as, as the guys at the top of the board, and that's that's where I want to be kind of investing in like the the top half uh, with value kind of in like that top ten percent to fifty percent player. Um, but yeah, Lee Westwood I think is really interesting. Charles Schwartzel I show a little more value on. Then Mickelson, um, I won't call Adam Scott old, but I think there's a lot of value in Adam Scott. And obviously he's a much shorter odds than, than Phil, but I'm moving more in that range. Louis Hoodbazen, another guy uh, that, that I, I think uh, there's more value on, on those guys than Phil. Peter, as you know, with uh, if we're throwing November out with Tony Finau, then he has two other appearances at Augusta National, and it's a five and a ten. And we're now at the at the point where people just laugh. If you bring up Finau winning a tournament, it's probably going to happen when nobody is expecting it to. But uh, do you think Finau will be in the mix? 
Yeah, I, I do. And I, I just want to circle back. I do think we have to account for the Masters last year. The most predictive, or one of the most predictive stats is going to be the most recent form at Augusta specifically. I think mm-hmm. that's a discount in November just a little bit. Maybe you make it 90% of what you'd normally make it in your model. Um, so I'm still accounting for it, but I just a little bit less than in past years. Uh, okay. I, I do think Finau, I mean, he's hitting the ball so well, especially the start of this season. So uh, I think he certainly can play well. One of the most iconic moments uh, for me, crazy, and the impact of the betting markets and BFS lot was when he like, basically had a dislocation of his foot in the par three after the hole-in-one. And he still played great that week. Um, so he's played this course really well. And, you know, I think distance is probably the, the metric to look at the most. And Finau has as much power as anyone in the field. What other, uh, what other metrics do you look at? Obviously, approach, course, history. What, other, um, what, are, what else are you looking at uh, when you're picking your outrights or your matchups? What other metrics are you looking at? Yeah, two of the most valuable metrics this week are distance, um, course history, uh, scrambling, and three-putt avoidance. That's what you need a lot of uh, at Augusta is making a lot of those like three-putters, setting yourself up for that. Um, and then, yeah, current form is really, really important too. Um, current form and course history is a, a really just good baseline to kind of start looking through golfers, and then you can start digging into the distance and some of the other stats. Um, so, yeah, it's really compelling, and there's a lot of guys you can make a case for. Are you in on Bryson? I mean, I love Bryson too. I feel like Bryson is very similar to Jordan Spieth too right there at the top of the list of who you think would win. They're priced that way. Um, but they're the shiny objects relative to Xander, Rory, Rom, um, even JT. I think the two most hyped golfers at the top right now are DeChambeau and uh, Spieth. So even Dustin Johnson, who's coming off winning it, you know, whatever, five months ago, he's not getting as much chatter as Bryson or Jordan Spieth. Is um is Brooks Kepka is he a stay away this weekend or do you even see value? You know, Joe and I keep talking about this. You don't really want to fade Kepka because we know that he could win this tournament, but also coming off knee surgery, doesn't seem like it'd be a wise investment uh, as far as an outright or even a top ten finisher. But you really can never sleep on him. What are your thoughts on Brooks Kepka this weekend? Yeah, I'll be fading Brooks. The injury stuff, you just have to knock him down. Yeah, I mean, yeah. certainly the case you could make if you're bullish on Kepka is that. Look at his major history and how well he's played at big events. Obviously, he's right there at the Masters when Tiger won. Um, but he's injured. Um, and I, I just think that there's there's golfers that are priced similar to him that are better golfers right now. Um, I think he'd be another kind of villain type that'd be great for the game uh, if he can get back to kind of his form a couple years ago. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, with Peter Jennings, Fantasy Labs co-founder. Have you played Augusta? I have not played Augusta. Okay. Okay. I mean, when I saw it, it's interesting with Kepka, you're always worried about going against him in the majors, but um, I, I, you don't want to go too crazy with some quotes that are out there. We've learned that in many other sports, especially with coaches. But when I see Kepka saying, um, yeah, the only issue is going to be walking. And I'm thinking, well, this is not the course where, you, where that's going to be an issue for you all week. Yeah. You're walking up one of the hilliest courses there is. And, and, it, and, a lot of people uh, don't end up, you know, following these groups for the whole 18 because they get tired. And it's a really hilly, tough course, and you're going to be hitting from a bunch of side hill, uphill, downhill lies, and that can't be good for your knee. I mean, I, I think what he's doing is pretty foolish and should be playing the long term. But yeah, uh, it, it's it's. I would love to fade Kepka, but uh, yeah. the market makers are pretty smart about how they're pricing things right now. Nah, no doubt. How about uh, some young guns that you expect to, to pop here? Maybe uh, top 10 guys. 
Yes, Tung Jay. I mean, when I talk about the most talented field, I mean, we went through a bunch of guys. We haven't mentioned Patrick Cantlay yet today. Uh, Tom Morkawa and his great play. Um, Victor Hoblin's been playing well. Um, I think there's a ton of guys. But Sung Jay, I mean, the guy's out there every week grinding. He's an incredible ball striker. And I think a lot of people were off him in November because he didn't have the course history, and that's so important. And uh, he had a great showing and played extremely well. He's an elite ball striker, and he's not he's not getting a lot of hype. So I think he's really interesting. Scotty Scheffler has got an incredible pedigree. In theory, this course is pretty perfect for him. So uh, those would be two guys, I think, that are young guns that are, are worth investing in this week. Peter, moving away from outrights, if there's just one play that you can make or give out this weekend, whether it's a top 10, a head-to-head, best ball, anything like that, what would be your favorite play for the weekend for the Masters Tournament? Yeah, basically Xander, all the top finishing positions, especially like a top five or a top 10. I just think Xander is, is so solid. I mean, you look at his stats, he's literally elite at everything. And Xander and John Rahm are kind of in a category um, amongst themselves, even versus the other elite players, where they're just great at every single category uh, from a golf stats perspective. So I love Xander this week. He's probably like the eighth or ninth best golfer. I think he's a top five golfer. And uh, I think this course sets up really well for him too. So Xander finishing positions, um, even in that outright a little worse, but top five, top 10 bets for, for Xander. So Peter, if you're picking one golfer, uh, just toss price to the side for a moment, uh, it would be speed to win. Yeah, I take gun to my head. My model says DJ, but barely. It's it's DJ, Bryson, Rom, Spieth. Those are the the top four. Rory's right there too, but uh, just subjectively, I think it's Spieth. I yeah. hope it's Spieth. I think it'll be really cool if it is. Yeah, it would it would be great for the sport. Like if we can't have Tiger, let let's get this Spieth comeback. Let, let's finish it off with the Masters. That would be unbelievable. Peter Jennings at CSU Ram eighty eight on Twitter, Fantasy Labs co founder. Thank you so much, Peter. Enjoy the Masters. Yeah, thanks so much, guys. Have a good one. All right, good stuff there. Uh, would you agree with that, Spieth? He he obviously said the numbers don't say this, but hey, the the most likely winner doesn't always happen. It's it's called golf. Um, would you would you go with Spieth if you had to pick anyone? Price didn't matter if it's like a one and done tournament. If price didn't matter, no, I, I'd probably it'd be Rom or JT for me this weekend. You know, and I'm going back and forth on Rom. E- Eli's trying to scare me off of Rom. I saw that tweet last night, that public tweet, and after yeah, destroyed he my- did right. Yeah, he he misspelled John's name, but that's okay. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. I mean, it's not, it's, <laughs> it's clearly J L N in the tweet. No, uh, no, it was not. Too much. Um, it's there. Too much praise for speed. Too public for me. I'm staying away from Jordan Speed this weekend, which I think this is the first time I ever won't have a play on Speed at Augusta. Since I've started betting golf, I think this will be the first time that I ever just stay away from Jordan. Listen, I, I was saying the move was crazy when it was happening from 50 to 40 to 30 down to 20 and top 10. So I, I can't like jump in at the last second and say, okay, now's the time to roll. He's sitting here at 10 to 1. Now you got to bet him. Nah, nah, I can't do that. Eli deleted the old tweet. I know he did. <laughs> uh, we'll come back with our best bets. Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat, BetQL Audio Network.